Hey, fam. Hello, 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 hello. Family. Out of word for us, right? I might be a little stuffy nosed. My voice might sound a little weird. But listen, my father's will will be done, okay? So, let's just bow our heads. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I want to thank you, Father, for today. I want to thank you for ministering to my spirit, Father. I thank you for correcting me. I thank you for correcting all your children, Father. I thank you for the discipline that you give us, Father, because you are a good God. Hallelujah. And there's nobody else like you. And I thank you for taking time in each one of our lives to perfect each one of our lives on a daily basis, Lord. I thank you for forgiving us when we fall short, Father. And I thank you for your blood. Lord, as we get started with this word, Father, you use my vessel, Father. I come humbly before you, Father, saying, I surrender, Lord. I surrender to you. Have your way, Holy Spirit, and do what you need to do in your children's life through my vessel, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, and we binding up any foul enemy, any lying tongue that will try to come against this word, we are severing at the roots and and we cast it down by the power of God. In Jesus' mighty name that I pray, amen. So family, I hope my voice don't sound deep. <laughs> but if it do, it do, whatever. My God love me. So last night I was watching a video, right? And the girl was talking about how... Um, God took her on a date. So, so you know, and then she was just like, you know, she was just telling her thing. And I'm like, hmm. Because, you know, like, I think I get this from my daddy. When I be seeing, because, <laughs> you know, God be like, he a jealous guy. When I be seeing that, when I see God do things he ain't never doing before, I will straight pause the video. And I be like, you don't do that with me. Like, you don't do that with me. You taking people on dates now, Lord? You ain't never take me on a date. But then he got right back at me. He said, but don't I take you to go get your nails done? <laughs> don't I? Don't I take you for a ride? Don't I take you to go get a Starbucks? And I said, okay. He got that one. You know how it be with your man? You be like, yeah. when you wrong, you just like, uh, all right. <laughs> but, um... He began to minister to me. He said, I want more of your attention. I want to do more things with you because I'm not going to let your husband outdo me. I need to show you how a man is supposed to treat you. I'm your father. This is what the Lord said. He was like, I'm your father. I'm going to show you how a man is supposed to treat you, how a man is supposed to love you, how he is supposed to... um." How he is supposed to come um, pursue you. I'm going to show you that because you're my daughter. And I'm not going to let nobody outdo me. You think I'm going to let your kingdom spouse come in and outdo me? This is what the Lord said. So he said, I just started crying. You know how you be crying? But like, it ain't a lot of tears, but you be crying because you be like, Lord, that's just so beautiful. But I knew it wasn't just a word for me. I mean, I soaked in his presence last night because, listen, I be needing that, okay? I am human. I be needing my father to come and hold me too, okay? So, when he said that, he was just like, um, oh, Lord, give me what you want me to say. Okay, hold on, because I wrote in my notes something that the Lord said to me last night. Lord, that. Okay, hold on. Hold on, y'all. 
Hold on, hold on, because I gotta have a moment with the Lord because I'm a little I'm a little lost. Like you want me to go there? Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, fam. But um yeah, the Lord he he was he wants me to read what I wrote last night because I was laying there and certain certain things I had wrote in my notes. And he said, Stop worrying about everything. He said, Everything I own is yours. Don't each of you belong to each other? And what's more precious to him than his souls? And he said, and he still get he still shares us with each other. His most precious thing that he that he that he has. He says, I still give to you. So why are you worrying about what to eat, what to drink? How am I gonna do this? How am I gonna do that? I got you. Everything I own is yours. My most precious thing I give you, my souls. I share my souls with you, says the Lord. Stop worrying. I got you. So listen, and then you know your sis. I was just like, he is so good. Cause like I love when the Lord just he just have a talk with me. Like I love when when he just talks. Like, uh, like, uh, it's just the oneness with my father for me. So I was listening back to Ruth, and it was a lot of things that the Lord was pulling back out from me from Ruth. But one thing I want to tell y'all is the Lord is work, working on his kids, his daughters with our confidence, with our pride, <laughs> with our submission, with our self-worth. Because I had to come to the conclusion, Lord, I've never had a kingdom man love me before. You get what I'm saying? Like, the Lord is the first. So even when he um, uses my husband to his discretion. I I need this time to see God. I need this time for him to be my husband. You get what I'm saying? I need this time for him to show me that I'm your redeemer. I'm your husband. So when I look at my husband, I can already see it in him that that I know that the Lord is leading him, right? Cuz remember when we went back into um the book of Genesis? And we was talking about how um, God already gave Adam what to do before Adam went to sleep. Adam was done. It was just time for him to find a helper. It was time for Eve to be formed. Right? The Lord did. We don't read that the Lord gave Eve any instructions. He just formed her because she was to be his helper. Right? But we see that with Eve's pride, she spoke death over Adam. We see with Sarah, right? The Lord, yes, he went to Abraham. He told Abraham everything. But we see Sarah, she spoke death. She she was like, well, let's, I'm going to give you my servant. We see um, Eve was like, I'm going to give you the forbidden fruit. And it's like, the Lord is like, I called you to speak life. You are his helper. What I tell you, that's what you say. You don't go to your husband and say what you think you should, what y'all should do. You should be surrendered to me. You should know me to, to be able to boost my son. Because my I told my son already what to do. But you are there to help him. You are there to, to prophesy over him what I say. Not what you say. Not what you think. So I was just like, Lord, this is so deep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cause it's like, yo, it's like, yo, when you be like, dang, like I'm still not humble. <laughs> you be thinking you the humblest thing. And you like, yo, I'm still not humble. <laughs> it's listen. Cause it took me to this morning for me to be like, Lord, it's my pride. <laughs> 
it's my pride. It's my pride because it's hard to be like, in every situation, it's hard to be like, not stating your opinion. You you get me? Like, not saying that you're not going to fall short. I'm not saying that you're going to be perfect. But you should know, just like how when we was reading Ruth and um, how Boaz already knew how to handle everything. The Holy Spirit was already speaking through Boaz. You get what I'm saying? He already, the Lord was, he was going to make it work. Because remember when um, Naomi was like, just just wait. The, the man will not get rest until he handles this. Listen to what he tells you to do, right? And you see how Ruth, she was submissive to that. Ruth didn't go into the threshing floor and be like, well... We need to get married. Like, why we even got to ask the other redeemer? I want you. Ruth wasn't like that. She listened. She submitted. And that's something that you got to ask yourself. Well, well, I try to be like Eve. Well, I try to be like Sarah and be like, well, you my redeemer because you're the one I want. I know God said you mine. Or are we going to be humble and be like, yeah, we're going to follow these steps. We're going to follow these decrees. We're going to do things the right way. Or are you going to go before him? Are you going to try to exalt your wisdom before him? Because God already told him what to do. That's the thing. These men, when (laughs) they're already together, it be us. (laughs) I'm sorry to say it, sis. It be us. We be the ones that got to get formed. Once you can admit this about yourself. You going to have breakthrough. Because I'm here to tell you. You not always right. You're not always humble. You're not always submissive. You're not. You're still being formed. The Lord's still working on you. Yes, Adam sleep. Yes, he sleep, but he's already been told what to do. Yes, Boaz is sleep, but he already knows what he's gonna do. He's the one who told. He's the one who told Ruth. Listen, it's somebody ahead of me. Boaz already knew. You feel me? His. Boaz already was like, listen, I peeped you and I already, I already know what I got to do. The Lord already told me what I got to do. I got to go handle that little situation with the Redeemer, but I got you. You get what I'm saying? So when the Lord was speaking that to me, I was just like, oh, he is so good. So I want to talk to you about when the Lord is going to begin to court you and pursue you, right? Because. It's it's very traumatizing, right? Being out in the world. As a woman, because you know, we emotional, <laughs> right? But you on a kingdom assignment. I need you to understand this. We are down here for business. Just like how you go on a business trip, right? You can have a little pleasure when you go on a business trip, but we are down here on an assignment. We are down here on a mission. We are down here to do our father's business. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yes, we're gonna have some pleasure. And don't get your mind out the gutter because I ain't just talking about that. I'm talking about period. Like, we're going to be able to enjoy our marriage. But our marriage is a business assignment. The Lord is like, here, I got this folder. Here goes the next assignment for you. You're getting married. To build my kingdom. But it's 
You got to take the I want to be married because of this out. You have to cast down that idol. You got to cast down that vain imagination. And you got to be like, Lord, I submit to your will. Show me your will. Show me why you want me to be a wife. Teach me how to be a wife. I don't want to be like Eve. I don't want to be like Sarah. I don't want to be like Deborah. Because Deborah, listen, she was like, the victory, the Lord will get the victory to the woman. Don't be, I'm a humble yourself, right? Humble yourself. So I'm going to speak life over you still. You got the victory. That's how you got to be with me. You got the victory. It's not about me. It's not all I'm here to do is to help you. That's all I'm here to do is help you. I'm here to help build you. I'm here. If you're out there in the field, I'm home taking care of business. If you need me to go out there and we casting demons out side by side, that's what we're going to do. But it's not about what I tell you to do. I have to try. I have to be. This is the this is the important part, right? Where we have to be firm in the word of God. Because the the Lord's gonna order your steps just like He's ordering mine, right? And I you if you have a firm foundation in the Lord, you're gonna know He's speaking through your husband. You're gonna know it. And it's not gonna have to be no arguments. It's not gonna have to be no debates because you know the Lord already told him what to do. The Lord, he got to do a good work in you. Allow the Lord, allow him to pursue you. Allow him to court you. You feel me? Allow him to be like, listen, go put on that dress. I'm about to take you out. Listen, because the Lord will do it. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you last night, he was like, don't I take you to get your nails done? I said, you right. But you ain't taking me on no date in the park. You know? <laughs> I get that from my daddy. Like, that. listen, listen, in a good way, in a holy way. I'm a jealous daughter in a holy way. I'm not saying that I don't want my sis to have their father. That's not what I'm saying. But you just know how you be with your man. You ain't do that with me. <laughs> That's how I am with the Lord, period. What you mean you going out on lunch dates in the park and you ain't do that for me? <laughs> Look, my family, so it's a couple Bible scriptures that I want to pour a pull out of the Lord courting him courting you, right? Because it's so important in this time to be formed by your father. Hallelujah. Cause he's the first one. Yes. If your earthly father can give you away, but you want God's approval first. Yes. God will use your, your earthly father to, um, to, to give the blessing, but you want God's wink. You want him to be like that. Yup, that's it. Let him complete you. Let him do it. You for me, Jesus reversed the curse. We don't have to live under the prideful spirit that Eve and Sarah had. You feel me? We can humble ourselves and be like, you know what? The Lord gave us this promise. What did he tell you? What did he tell you to do? I'm listening because I'm I'm fully submitted to you because I know, I know without a shadow of doubt that you are spirit filled. I know that God is giving you directions. I know you got a plan because I know my Lord. And even if I do question how you handling it, I'm going, we got to learn how to bridle our tongues and just go pray to the father. Lord, did you really say that or is he tripping? You feel me? If you got a good relationship with the father before you get married, there's not, that's going to cut down a lot of the bickering and the, a lot of um, the mistakes that can happen because you're like, I trust you. You get what I'm saying? Yes, 
God didn't tell Eve not to touch the forbidden fruit. Yeah, he didn't tell her that. But he did tell Adam. But she did. She could have asked the Lord herself. But she could have asked Adam. But Eve took it upon herself to eat the forbidden fruit. Correct? And then it's the power of life and death in your tongue. You do have... like, Like, um... Like with her getting him to eat it because you do, you do speak, you can speak life or death into your, your husband. You can, you can be like, all right, well, the Lord gave us a promise to have a baby, but we ain't getting pregnant yet. So I'm going to go and I'm going to get you somebody off the street and she can just carry the baby for us. No, we got, you got to be rooted in God to be like, listen, if the Lord told you that, if your husband come in the room and he like, this is what the, this is what the Lord said. He said, then, 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 then. If that's what, listen, I'm a, listen, I'm a pray, Lord. Listen, let, let, do, do, I'm going to do what he said, Father. I'm going to do what he said. Or if I got questions, I'm going to ask the Lord. I'm not going to sit there and try to, and this is for you, sis. You can't sit there and try to belittle him because it's God using him. You're belittling God. When you won't humble yourself before your husband, you're belittling God because he's very well the one telling him to do what he's telling you to do. So go back to God and be like, God, I ain't get that. You know it's an easier way. Or like say if you Sarah, Lord, like you know I'm old, right? Now I ain't questioning you. This is humble. You want me to get pregnant, you sure? Don't be just so quick to give up Haggai. Hagar. Whatever her name was. Don't be so quick to try to play God in this. This is why I'm telling you, you need this time to allow the Lord to pursue you. You need this time for your creator to be your husband. Because when, you're, when your husband gets here, you're going to be able to look at him. And you're, you already can bear witness with him. You already know that the Lord is speaking. Because you've had this time to be formed. You're not taking this time in vain. Okay, so hold on, family. Hold on, real quick, because you just gotta get a Bible verse. Hold on, fam. So I was sitting here because I'm getting my Bible uh, scriptures together. The Lord was speaking to me, and He said, um, "We need to." Women have to humble themselves, right? Remember when Deborah was like, okay, but the victory is going to be, um, the, the Lord's going to give me the victory today. You're not going to get the credit. I'm going to get the credit. You can't be like that. You, you can't, you got to be humble. Like, even if the Lord does tell you something, you got to be humble about it. Even if your husband like, I don't, I don't think I should do it that way. You you can, you gotta you have to do things in love. You just gotta be like, all right. And you go and you pray. Your marriage is the people gotta see the kingdom in your marriage. So just how you pray and you seek after the Lord, it's the same thing about your marriage. You're going to go to the Lord and pray and seek. Know that the Lord got you. You cannot put your hand in this and try to play God. You just can't. You can't be like, well, how, what's in a good example, Lord? Well, the Lord made me to be a helper. So, obviously, um, since I carry the brink of the weight, because you know how, like, we take care of the house, we take our dog. Like, I feel like I can say what I got to say because da 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 But, no, the Lord gave 
Adam to come in. Adam, you have to realize Adam's complete before you. As the Lord, when the Lord gets you together, he's going to wake Adam up and Adam's going to see you. But Adam's already been told what to do. The command has already been stored in Adam's heart of what to do. But are you going to speak life or are you going to speak death? Are you going to come up against God or are you going to surrender to God? We want, yes, our husbands, they are called to love us and lay their life down like Christ lays his life down for the church. But you are called to be submissive. Your guess, your, you, you, I'm not sitting here saying that, oh, you got to belittle yourself. You got to let somebody talk down to you. Your kingdom spouse is not going to treat you like that. He's going to honor what you're saying. But you cannot go into a relationship with the I'm always right mentality. You can't go into this relationship guarded. Like, I've just been so hurt in the past. And this is your time. This is why the Lord, he is allowing you to have time with him so he can build up your insecurities. So he can show you how a man is supposed to treat you. So he can heal your wounds. You get what I'm saying? So you don't go into a kingdom marriage like that. Give the God the time that he 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 is giving you to show you how to be loved. He told me last night, I'm not letting you think I'm gonna let you, you think I'm letting your kingdom spouse outdo me. Listen, the Lord's still gonna be whisking me away. <laughs> Listen, honey, where you going? The Lord said he won't take me out today, so <laughs> you can just stay home with the kids. I'm gonna go out the day with the Lord. He said he t- he taking me to go get get a whole day of uh of pampering, the whole day in the name of Jesus. But can I have some money though? <laughs> he said you was gonna give me the money though. But you get what I'm saying? Like that's what it's about. Be complete. Don't go into a relationship bleeding all over it. You're relationship your kingdom marriage is going to be without a spot or wrinkle your kingdom marriage is going to be pure don't go in there with bleeding wounds messing everything up everything got blood on it don't do that well you know you want the blood of jesus but not your blood we don't want your blood on here like take this time to really allow the lord to show you what a man is supposed to be a lot of times right we we don't, we need God to teach us things, right? Because there's only but so much that your earthly parents can teach you. You need God to teach you, right? And you need, like, we'll get into these different entanglements with people because we never, we can't, we don't have the discernment to see that God's not in this. But once we take a step back and we enjoy this time with the Lord and he showers us with his love and he corrects us, he talks to us, he be a, he be a gentleman, he be, he be romantic with us. It's just like, uh, mm, you're just going to be feeling that wholeness. You feel me? You won't feel that wholeness. So then when your husband get there, you're not taking out with... um. Junebug done did to you six years ago. You passed that because the Lord has showered you with that unfailing love. He has filled you up with that um that living water. You feel that bubbling spring within you. You get what I'm saying? It's it's uh, listen. I'm telling you, uh, you're the reason. Listen, I gotta be real. The Lord's getting you together. You're sitting, people. I feel like somebody you keep on praying. You want your spouse. You want your spouse. You want your spouse. 
But the Lord is saying, you the hold up. I love my son too. Why do you think I'm going to let you go into a relationship and hurt my son? You throw up prayers saying, Father, I want my man to be this. I want to be that. You don't think my son is praying something too? You don't think I hear my son's prayers too? You, you don't think I got my son's back too? You think I'm going to let you go and, and add warfare to him? You think I'm going to do that? Do you think he's going to do that? He loves him. Just like he loves you. How you say, oh, I hope my husband gets to get himself together. The Lord is like, that's my son. I hope you get yourself together too. So stop always being like him, 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 him. And now it's time to do some self-reflection. Now it's time to admit your insecurities. Mm-hmm. It's not time to hide it no more. Because if you're hiding it, how can you be naked and, and showing no shame to your husband? Right now with the Lord. Because this is what I live by, right? God, you know everything about me. <laughs> so help me overcome wanting to please people. Help me overcome that. The hard part is, Father, you know what I've done. Help me overcome caring about what people think. That's that's a real prayer in Jesus name that that, that needs to be prayed by y'all. I sense that because as people, I feel like somebody a people pleaser. And, And until you get out of that, until you can be in front of the father naked, but naked, you in front of him. How can you do that with your husband? If you can't keep it real with God, how can you keep it real with your husband? If you're hiding these insecurities that you feel about yourself from God, you're really not hiding it, but you feel like you're hiding it because you ain't talking about it. If you won't admit to these things, how can you do kingdom business with your husband? We see Adam and Eve when they first was in the garden. After he said, at last, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. He said they were naked and they felt no shame. In your marriage, that's what your ministry is going to be about. You both are naked and exposed in front of each other, but you have no shame. If you are dealing with jealousy, how can you really build your kingdom spouse? If he has to tell his testimony, if he has to say that he used to do certain things, he used to do this, 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 and that. How, if you got, if you won't give that spirit of jealousy, if you won't cast that spirit of jealousy down, if you won't go to the father and ask him to help you deliver, how can your marriage be fruitful? How can your husband be naked in front of you if you're jealous like oh you was with this person oh this oh that no you gotta be like listen i gotta pass too (laughs) you can't be a hypocrite you get what i'm saying so get hold on hold on family all right first let's go to isaiah 54 and let's go down to verse 5 and it says for your creator will be your husband the Lord of heaven's armies is, is his name. He is your redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the God of all the earth. For the Lord had called you back from your grief as though you were a young wife abandoned by her husband, says the Lord, your Lord. For a brief moment, I abandoned you, but with great compassion, I will take you back. In a burst of anger, I turned my face away from for a little while, but with everlasting love, I will have compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. 
And I need you to get this, right? We are to experience these things. He said, I will be your husband. I am your redeemer. I will give you unfailing love. I will show you compassion in these times because yes, the Lord has turned his face from us for a minute because we was out in these streets. We was for the streets, y'all. Let's be real. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about that? We was for the streets or you won't be religious. Even if he wasn't for the streets, you had, you had a street mentality somewhere deep inside you, somewhere you was in darkness. Okay. And the Lord had to turn his face. Right. So you got to act, you got to be real with yourself. Have I let my creator be my husband? Hold on, let's go up to, um, it says in verse four, it says, fear not. You will no, you will no longer live in shame. Have you no, do you still feel shame or do you feel free? Have you received the freedom? So there's no more shame. Have you done these things? He says, don't be afraid. There is no more disgrace for you. You will no longer remember the shame of your youth and the sorrow of your widowhood. Are you still bitter about the past? Are you still remorseful about the past or has the Lord healed you? In these times, this is what he wants to do to with his daughters. It's really about us. We we it's about us. Like honestly, we holding it up. <laughs> Cuz Adam already been told what to do. We holding it up. Have you experienced the Lord being your husband? I haven't experienced that yet to the fullest. My God is a provider. He's a provider. But for him to the way he wants to court me, I know. No, I know I've blocked that. I know that I never um, really had that kind of intimacy with the Lord yet where he's my husband. You get what I'm saying? Like I can say the Lord is my husband. That's my man, y'all, because he is my man. But it was the Eve in me. That still was like, even when the Lord is doing something, well, I know you said not, or I don't know that you said not to do this, so I'm going to do it. You get what I'm saying? Or I ain't going to ask you. I'm just going to do it. My pride was still in the way. It's still times that the Lord gives me a promise and I laugh. And he'd be like, why are you laughing? And I'd be like, I ain't laugh. You get what I'm saying? It's still a time where I'm like, Lord, well, I don't see this promise, so I'm going to go do it this way. Can we talk about it today? Lord, I, I, I'm still barren, so I'm going to just get somebody else to come do this for me that's already qualified. My, am I speaking today? I've still had my Sarah moments. I still have my Deborah moments where I'm like, okay, well, the victory is going to belong to me because I'm the one who said this, 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 and that. I, I still need to be humbled. Can we talk? Can we talk about it? He is your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the God of all the earth. For the Lord has called you back from your grief. He has called you back from those things. He is telling you there's no more shame. There's no more sorrow. I will give you sad, give you joy instead of sadness. You are going to experience happiness again. I'm rebuilding the ancient ruins. Hallelujah. But you got to receive it. You got to really receive it. You got to take God for what he is saying. Like, Lord, do it for me. I accept what you were saying over my life. I surrender. Have your way, Lord. Be my husband. Show me how my husband is supposed to treat me in the name of Jesus. That's a real prayer, Lord. I'm talking to you. (laughs) Listen, I got to get mine. Okay, I got to get mine. (laughs) So don't sit here and just be like, I'm sitting on this promise. I'm waiting for my spouse to come. Let me just keep on harvesting. Like, no, the Lord is like, I'm still doing a work in you. I still want to 
pursue you. I'm not about to let him outdo me. You think I'm about to let him and come sweep you off your feet before I do, says the Lord? I'm going to sweep you off my feet first, off your feet first. My husband, your husband will not outdo the Lord. He's not going to outdo him. The Lord is not going to have that. So the first man that's going to sweep you off your feet is Jesus. Get swept off your feet by Jesus. Mm. Your husband, he's going to walk in. He's going to feel. Now, like, the Lord got big shoes to fill. But he, the Lord going to usher him in. After he like, all right, Eve ready. Come on, come look at her. She cute. She cute. You know that. You see my daughter over there. You see her over there harvesting. Because see, Ruth, she had that attitude. Ruth had that attitude. It go back to Ruth. You see my daughter over there harvesting. Mm-hmm. She look good, don't she? I know she be doing the most. You see her back there. She trying to make sure she pick up that stuff cute. She be doing the most, right? But she's so cute. That's my daughter. You know, she redeemable in. The Lord got you. He the plug. But you go do what he told you to do. You go be formed. You go be transformed. You go and you let him take back your grief. You, 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 um, you don't, ooh, mm, he said it's somebody suffering from abandonment issues. Hallelujah. He says, let me show you that I always was here for you. Allow me to to make you feel secure, says the Lord. You can't find that in nobody. I have to show you that you're secure. You will not be able to, until you can see that the Lord can secure you, you won't be able to see that in your kingdom spouse. Because if you're not paying attention with the Lord, you won't see him. You won't see the Lord in your husband. You get what I'm saying? If you don't know that you're already secure in Christ, you won't feel secure with your kingdom spouse. (laughs) Be set free, sis. You are secure in the kingdom. It's time to let down your guard. I know you've been hurt. I know you feel betrayed. I know you feel left out. I know that you feel like you're in the back of the crowd. I know you feel like don't nobody care about you. I know you feel overlooked. I know you don't feel good enough. I know you don't feel pretty enough. I know you don't feel worthy. But God is saying, listen, you are mine and I am yours. I I said I will never leave you nor forsake you. I said you are my masterpiece. I've set you apart because you are mine. I chose you because I love you. I couldn't I couldn't let you get caught in the crowd. I couldn't let nobody outdo me, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Trust me, sis, because he's doing it. He is doing it. Listen, yes, sis used to feel all those same ways, okay? But it, now I know it's because the Lord has set me apart. Hallelujah. He did it for my good. It didn't feel good when I was out in the world because I'm just like, why can't I fit in? Why ain't I good enough? Maybe, maybe I'm not pretty enough. Maybe I'm not worthy. Maybe I, I'm just always going to be rejected. Hallelujah. But the Bible says the stones that the builders rejected now becomes the chief cornerstone. Okay. Now, now we know that Jesus is the cornerstone, but you get what I'm saying. Like, Jesus was rejected. So, all like if if you're if you're from above and you're not from below, if 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 the Lord has chosen you, 
you're going to get rejected by the world because the world doesn't have room for you. The world hates you because you belong to him. They will love you if you belong to this world. So the whole time you were walking around and you 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 were that one sheep that left the flock, right? The whole time you're walking around and you're like, I just don't fit in. I don't feel this. I don't feel that. I don't da 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 da. You know, it's because the Lord is like, I'm calling you. I got a calling over your life. I can't I can't let you get too deep where you won't want to come back to me. I got to make you uncomfortable so then you can see that I am God. I have to let you feel weak because I can make you feel strong. But his power works best in your weakness. Family, listen, I feel like I'm specifically talking to somebody, right? In the beginning, the Lord had to break me. Okay, I was broken (laughs) and a million different pieces. I was broken. But you know why he allowed me to be broken in so many different pieces? So I can testify and I can witness that God has put me back together again. Even the parts of me that I thought didn't even exist. He showed me that's in there. You know? Here go a little extra part that you ain't never even know about. He reveals things to me, even till today. Because listen, even till today, he reveals things to me about myself. And I'm just like, what? And he like, mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but listen, this world is meant to tear down your identity. This world is set up to give you abandonment issues. But trust them. Trust him. Listen, I used to feel the same way. I used to feel the same way. Because I feel like I need to, I'm talking to somebody. Like, if you need to call your sis, email me to do that, okay? Because I got you. I got you. You email me, that's free. But if you want to book a one-on-one call, go on withinherbeauty.com. But you don't got to book it. Just email me and I'll get back to you. Because I feel like if somebody, you got abandonment issues. And yes, it stems from your childhood, but you're carrying it in your adulthood. Hallelujah. And the Lord is saying he wants to put an end to that because that is a generational curse. And you you you, you need a discernment to see that it's even affecting your children. Hallelujah. So that's for somebody. But listen, if you want to talk, you, you can talk to me. You don't got to talk to me. It's okay. You can pray to the Lord because he is first. Pray to the Lord and see if you should talk to me. Let me say it that way, right? Um, it says, but with great compassion, I will take you back. He will take you back with compassion. It's this time, right, to feel the Lord's compassion, we always saying sadness turned into joy. Sadness turned into joy. Our sorrow will be turned into happiness. But you got to realize it's not a person on this earth that can bring you that. The only person that can bring you that is Jesus. You got to get it with him first. Because listen, 
yes, your your husband he he got the commands, but your husband he's still gonna fall short too, right? But once you got that pure love from the Lord, and you know, like it's okay, I forgive you, I forgive you because the Lord forgives me. You get me? We all fall short to the glory of God, even when. Your husband you does mess up. You still build him back up to the king that he is. Like, listen, babe, we all fall short to the glory of God. Pick up your mat and walk. What you sitting here walking around the house all like that for? See, then you got to have a word for him. Because, listen, my husband, he going to be getting a word. When he feel like he fell short, listen, he getting a whole sermon. Go sit down, because I need you to go deny yourself. I'm going to say it humbly. Go deny yourself. Pick up your cross and carry it. I'm going to hype him up, okay? Because he's a king, okay? And you will not be holding your head down like you're a peasant. No, you will not. Not in this household you won't, okay? And the same with me. When I'm sitting here moping around, he's going to be like, oh, he got to give me a word. You got the victory. What you walk around this house like that for? You feel me? But first, we got to let the Lord... Do it with us. Mm-hmm. You want to know something? When I was backsliding, right? When I had different strongholds over my life, and I, I was, I was, I, I, I was like, Lord, I want to be like you, but I can't stop doing these things that you detest. <laughs> and <laughs> yo, for real. And and my, I, when I used to, cause I when I used to after I would do the things I wasn't supposed to do. I will be writing me a book of Psalms, y'all. Crying, crocodile tears, stains, uh, tear stains on the pages. I'm boo-hooing, headache, just looking very bad out in these streets. And it was because I was hurt because I, I knew I hurt my father, right? But also, I didn't understand how forgiven he was i still couldn't grasp it he had to let me learn like in my convictions to stop doing that just like when you punish your child you don't want to hurt your child but you need them to understand stop doing this now i'm gonna take your ipad yeah go cry because i'm gonna like you gotta you gotta stop doing this yeah i might pop you (laughs) no i ain't promoting child abuse i'm just saying you might have to pop your kids sometimes that's all i'm saying i don't judge Listen, because these kids in here, that's another story. But, um, like, I used to have to sit there. and It, it was me. Like, it was that, um, that self-righteousness because I felt like I should be able to control this. I shouldn't still be doing this. I need to find a way to stop. But the Lord, he had to reveal my pride to me. You only can stop when I say so. You need me to knock down these walls. You need to hide under my wings. This is not about you. You don't have the power to do the things I could do. Who died for you? Didn't I die for you? So if you feel like you can stop doing these things by yourself, you're saying that you don't need me. Those are the things the Lord had to teach me. So now I'm like, Lord, I'm sorry. Because like... (laughs) I'm his child. You feel me? Like, I'm going to mess up. Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, I'm not saying I test my father and I go out and I go do things. No, I love him too much to hurt him. I don't want to do things that are detestable to him. But he accepts my sorry. He accepts when I repent. And I experience his unfailing love. Like, dang, Lord. 
You know, sometimes I gotta learn a lesson, but sometimes I'm like, Lord, I don't wanna learn a lesson. I'm sorry. <laughs> or I'll know. I'll know, like, tag, I did it again. Because <laughs> I'm learning. But the Lord, He know my heart. He know, like, Lord, like, I, listen, <laughs> you know me better than I know myself. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the Lord know me better than I know myself. That's why I can come on here with freedom and I can say things. And sometimes it might not feel good to your ears. Sometimes you might clutch your pearls. But God knows my heart. And I need you to get that. God knows your heart. You cannot get out of this without God. He died for you because you need him. You need him. You mean so much to him. Yes, you you are worth more than his life, but you need him. The whole time that you're sitting there under that conviction, you're like, I need to get this right. I need to do this. I, you, there's still some dying to yourself that needs to be done. He says, in a burst of anger, I turned my face away for a little while. But with everlasting love, I will have compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. Just as I swore in the time of Noah that I would never let a flood cover the earth. So now I swear that I will never again be angry and punish you. We've all been under God's hand of uh, uh, punishment. We all had to come to grips of the wickedness that's within us. Things that we have done. Hallelujah. He says, no more. I I won't punish you no more. He won't discipline you. You get what I'm saying? I got to look up the difference between discipline and punishment. Because he's going to discipline you. So now we got to look up punishment. And we got to look up discipline. Because, you know, your sister don't know everything. I don't know the definition right off of that. All right. Punish is... Inflict a penalty or sanction on someone as retribution for for an offense, especially a transgression of legal or moral code. <clears throat> Inflict a penalty or sanction on someone for such an offense. An offense. So, you know, it's like a penalty. Like, you got to pay. Like, that's like um, <clears throat> the penalty to sin is death, right? And then, let's see, what was the other one? Discipline. Discipline is that practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior. Using punishment to correct disobedience, a branch of knowledge, typically one studied in higher education. So the Lord, now he's like, all right, now I'm I'm, going to raise you from the dead. Now I'm going to come to the grave. I'm going to come and get you. I'm going to raise you. You're going to be raised to new life with me. I'm going to do that because I will never leave you nor forsake you. I had to turn my face from you. I had to let you sit in that grave. I had to let you sit in that pit. But now I'm going to train you up. I'm going to discipline you. But in my discipline, I'm training you. In your trials, I'm training you. In your sorrows, I'm training you. Because I got things for you. I'm going to use what happened in that pit. I'm going to use what happened in that grave. But first I got to train you. You get what I'm saying? Yes, I want to display my unfailing love through you. I want you to go tell people how I love, how this, how I have this rich love for my children. Yeah, I see what you did in the pit. I see what you did in the grave. I turned my face. I seen it though, because I, I I seen it. I seen it. 
but now go tell them that I forgave you for that. Now go tell them that I showed you how to forgive yourself for that. Now go tell them there's no more shame. Now to go tell them there's no more grief. Tell them that I canceled the debt, says the Lord. He says, my covenant of blessings will never be broken, says the Lord. Who has mercy on you? Go tell them about my mercy. Go tell them how I'm rich in mercy. But first, you got to get it for yourself. Yes, you are going, nations are going to come to you, says the Lord. You are going to be able to um, disciple nations. You're going to be able to speak to nations. But first, I need you to receive it for yourself. First, I need you to understand me for yourself. Now, I'm not saying that you fully going to understand God. Catch this. But let him show you how to show him to the world. O storm-battered city, trouble and desolate, I rebuild you with precious jewels and make your foundations from lapses lizzles. He wants to build your confidence. He wants to comfort the brokenhearted. He wants you to look in the mirror and say, I'm beautiful. He wants you to look in the mirror and be like, thank you for making me so complex. He doesn't want you to glance at the mirror and not like what you see. Mm, I'm speaking today. Mm-hmm. Somebody got that quickening just now. Mm-hmm. He knows. The Lord knows. And it's not no way I can say these things but by the Spirit of God. Because when you speak to Jade, you're just speaking to Jade. But when I say Holy Spirit take over, he knows the innermost thoughts that goes on. He doesn't want you to hate what you see in the morning. He doesn't want you to avoid looking at yourself. He wants you to be able to stand in awe and say, I am a masterpiece. He wants you to look at yourself and know that the Lord has placed everything on me that I see. He's made my eyes this way. He's made my nose this way. He's made my lips this way. He's made my eyebrows this way. Well, let's listen, you might have gotten waxed. But listen, he could have been he could have used your wax lady. He could have been, you know, with with he could have been placed a spirit on her to do to him. You get what I'm saying? Just stick with me. <laughs> he th- he did my hair this way. You get what I'm saying? He don't want you to be like I hate what I see. He wants to build you. He doesn't want you to hide your insecurities no more. But he wants you to come to him and bear it all out. He wants you to come to him and admit to the things that he already sees in you. That you are trying to hide from him. Tell him. I remember um, this was like back, like I think like last year. I made a list of everything I didn't like about myself. <laughs> and I said it. I had to say it. I had to come to grips with it. I wrote it all down. I prayed over it. I can't remember the prayer I said. I'll be lying to you if I said I can remember the prayer. But I remember the freedom and admitting it in front of God. Instead of hiding it. Instead of acting like, I, oh, everything's good over here. Instead of bearing it all out. And let me tell you something. One by one, he begins to work with me on everything that was on my list. (laughs) 
it wasn't that long, but it was long enough, you know, because when you look at yourself, the enemy wants to steal your identity. And, you know, obviously, like, if you got, like, blemishes from, like, acne or something, you're, you want, you don't want blemishes and stuff on your face so like it's things like that because we can't we ain't giving the enemy that much glory you know all he tried to do is steal your identity because he's a thief but i digress <clears throat> but after i wrote it i ripped it up because it's not going to be the same that part is finished i didn't hold on to it. i didn't hold on to the paper so i could look at it i ripped it up and i threw it in the trash because the old is dead and i'm raised to new life now I want you to teach me how to see me, how I see my, how you see myself. Teach me how to see myself, how you see me, Lord. Teach me to love myself, how you love me, Lord. Because in the world, I didn't love myself. In the world, I didn't see how you see me, how you see me. Because the world tells me how I should look. The world tells me how I should act. The world tells me how I should think. So I was really persecuting myself. I was really killing myself. I really broke myself. I believed that I had to act like that. I believed I had to look like that. I believed I had to think like that. I believed I had to sound like that. But now, Father, you tell me the truth because I know all of that was a lie. Now I know all of those things were a lie. You tell me the truth. I am your masterpiece. You have made me unique. Reveal it to me, Father. These is the kind of things you got to talk about with the Lord. You feel me? Because, fam, like... Now I can have a boldness, but just this, listen, I just have to walk in this authority because God has shown me who I am. You feel me? I'm fearfully and wonderfully. Yes, I fall short to the glory of God. I'm not sitting here saying I'm perfect. Don't even try to say that. But like, if, 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 okay, let me just do a sidebar. I know some people, you just not going to want to hear me, right? It's going to be somebody, you just don't want to hear what I got to say. You just don't. You're, you're, you're here to condemn what I'm saying. I know this already. It, I, I know this. So when I'm saying like, this is for the people who just got, they 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 really are here with a pure heart, but the way I might've said something, they might've took it the wrong way. But it's a difference between somebody that just took something the wrong way and somebody that just always wants to take something the wrong way. It's two different things. So when I, when I explain myself, don't think it's for a hater because it's not. Because you just, you're groomed just not to like me. You're built just not to like me. You feel me? Like, because <laughs> your father doesn't like me. So I got that part. But now, sidebar over. I digress again. But the Lord, he taught me, like, I'm his masterpiece. <laughs> He's taught me, like, I made you. Do you understand that I, the God over everything, the God that makes the stars, the God that made the moon, the God that made the sun, the God that made the sky, the God that made the birds that you think is so beautiful, the God that makes the flowers that you think is so beautiful, the God that makes um the different creatures. Now, some of them creatures, it, they do be looking weird. But the God who makes the trees, the God who makes the fruits, 
The God who makes those beautiful fish. Do you know I made you? Do you know I made you? Do you know I, I thought about how I wanted to make you? Do you know that I cared about every little detail? Do you know that? Do you know that your nose sits just the way I want it? Do you know that your eyes are shaped just the way I want it? Do you know your lips is the size just the way I want it? Do you know? You, you, you're just the height I wanted you to be. Did you know that? Let him build your confidence. I will make your towers of sparkling rubies, your gates of shining gems, and your walls of precious stones. Family, he's doing it. He said, I want to build you up. Allow me to build you up. Allow me to do that. I already know what you feel like is your flaw. But let me show you why it makes you beautiful. Hallelujah. It says, I will teach all your children and they will enjoy great peace. You will be secure under a a government. Excuse me. That is just and fair. And your enemies will stay far away. You will live in peace and terror will not come near you. If any nation comes to fight you, it is not because I sent them. Whoever attacks you will go down in defeat. He is a protector. Mm. He is saying, look, I I got you. I'm going to help you with the kids. I'm going to make sure that you're safe. I'm going to make sure that you get treated right. I am your husband. I got you. I'm your protector. I'm your covering. Get to know me. Get to know me. I'm your creator. I'm your redeemer. Get to know me. I have created the the blacksmith who fans the coals beneath the forge and makes the weapons of destruction. And I have created the armies that destroy. But in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. Listen, no weapon formed against you shall prosper, okay? You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These are benefits. These benefits are enjoyed by the service of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. Mm. I'm telling you, family. He silences the voices. He silences those vain imaginations. When when flashbacks tries to come up, one command. I listen. I cast you down in the name of Jesus. He he. The Lord does it. I'm telling you. I used to listen because it's still moments where you know a thought might cross your mind. You got to cast it down. But the Lord, it's the truth. It's power. Thought coming in my mind. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I cast you. To, I'm like, I know you lying. <laughs> I be speaking to these mountains. I know you lying. I know you lying. These unwanted thoughts coming to my mind. I know you lying. But I had to get to know that I had the Lord had to bring me through and he had to let me feel like my back was up against the wall because he had to show me you got your weapon. 
Whip out your weapon. Don't you got the sword? Ain't you wearing the full armor? Let me show you why each each part is so important when you put on your armor. And in this training, I'm going to show you that each part is important, says the Lord. Let's go to, um, now I got to go to Ephesians 6. <sighs> Let's go down to um, verse 10. A final word, be strong in the Lord in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armors that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you'll be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. Let the Lord show you how to put the belt on right. Right? Because listen, you got to know the truth about yourself. This, Listen, the enemy, he comes to attack you. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So when the enemy comes to tell you, you're not good enough for that blessing. You gotta, you gotta know the truth. Ask the Lord, say, Lord, really show me how, what's the truth? Then he says, and the body armor of God's righteousness. Do you know about his righteousness? Do you know what righteousness is? For look, look it up, look it up. For shoes put on the peace that comes from the good news. So you will be fully prepared. Ask the Lord, how do you put my shoes on? Let him be romantic and put his shoes on, put the shoes on you. He'll he'll put your shoes on you himself. He'll tie them up for you and everything. Spiritually, catch me spiritually. But listen, the Lord, I ain't putting no um, limits on him. He He could put your shoes on if he wants to. I ain't saying he can't. But I'm just saying I'm speaking spiritually. Lord. Which, which shoe you want me to start with? You want me to start with the right or the left? Lord, show me your peace. In addition to all these things, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You got to have your shield. Do you be holding your shield up? Ask the Lord, Lord, this shield kind of heavy. It's kind of like David. Remember how I, I believe when David went to go put on the stuff, it was like, it didn't fit. I believe it was like heavy. I believe so. When he was going to get the Goliath, because then he just had his sling. But we're like, Lord, but help me how to put on my armor. Make it fit it. Make it tailor made for me. Because <laughs> that's the thing, right? All of our battles are unique. So we got to have it tailor fit. You can't try to put on somebody else's armor because you need your armor to fit. We all don't wear the same size. And even if we do wear the same size, we all don't fit into our clothes the same. You get what I'm saying? You can't try to put on somebody else's armor. You got to ask the Lord, Lord, help me put on my armor. Help me to hold up my shield. Help me to put on my shoes. Right? It says, 
Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Hallelujah. You can take that where if you're praying or if you're praying in tongues, take it either way. Pray. Constantly be talking to the Lord. Constantly, the Lord speaks. Don't let nobody lie to you and tell you that the Lord doesn't speak. The Lord talks, but do you listen? He speaks, but do you listen? It's time for the women of God to put on the armor. Mm. It's time for us to put on the armor. Right? It's time for us to be built up. It's time for us to be humbled. It's time for us to cast down our pride. It's time for us to be firmly planted in the truth. It's time to do self-reflection. It's time to pull out things that you thought you hid. It's time for things that were hidden to be revealed. It's time... To be formed. It's time to reverse the curse. It's time for it. It's time to be courted by our Lord. It's time for him to show us he's a gentleman. It's time for him to pursue us. It's time for him to be romantic. It's time for it. He says, I am your redeemer. For I will be your husband. It starts with him. I will be your husband. I will be your husband. You hear the Lord? He says, I will be your husband, says the Lord. Hear that. He says, hear this. I will be your husband. I will be your husband, says the Lord. It's time. Stop covering my relation, the other relationships that you see. It's time for you to be in relationship with me, says the Lord. It's time for you to go out on dates with me, says the Lord. It's time for you to lay up in the bed and lay in my arms, says the Lord. It's time. Mm, he is so good, y'all. He is so good. Oh, I love him so much. Lord, is there anything else that you want me to say? Okay, family. That's all that the Lord has said to me. Family. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hallelujah. Um, the Lord said, in this time, he's going to start revealing husbands. He is going to allow you to see your husband while he's sleeping. Because he wants you to pray. 
He wants you to already, as he's teaching you how to be a wife, he wants to teach you how to build your husband up. In this time, even though your husband is sleeping, he don't see you. He wants to you to pray for him. It's things he's going to reveal to you about your husband because he wants to show you how to be a wife now. The Lord says, yes, I will be your husband, but I'm teaching you how to be a wife. Mm. I'm teaching you how to be a wife. So I want to reveal your husband to you. I want to reveal things that's going on with him because I want you to pray. I want you to pray for him. Be his, be, be his helper. Be his helper now. When Adam was asleep, he went to sleep with the promise over his life that the Lord was going to give him a helper that was just right. So even though Adam was asleep, the Lord was forming Eve. And that's what he's doing now. Pray. He said, I'm going to reveal him to you because I want you to pray for him. <laughs> he said, you're going to be doing a little peeking. He know you about, you about to start. Don't, don't make it an idol. Don't make it an idol, says the Lord. Don't make it an idol because I want you to pray for him. I want in this in this time with me and you, this secret time. I want you to still pray for him. I want to teach you how to keep me in the center, says the Lord. I want to show you, I want to give you a preview of what a kingdom marriage is like. So I want to show you how to be there. Hallelujah. <laughs> the Lord, he just came in with that one. Hallelujah. So, family, I believe this is it. Unless the Lord, you got anything else you need to say? Okay, family, that's all that the Lord is saying to me right now. So I love y'all so much. I pray that this word has blessed you. Listen, did anybody go listen to that song earlier? Did it bless them? Let me know if it blessed you. <laughs> listen, it was a couple questionable lyrics, I know, but all glory goes to God still because it's still He still can use anything to minister to you. And yet your husband, he's gonna say that. I'm a movement by myself, but I'm a force when we together. But first, learn that with God. Because the Lord makes you better. He makes you better. He makes you better. (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. All right. So, I love y'all. I will talk to y'all pretty soon, God willing. So, let's say it together, family. I love you. But most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.